the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another, that we may be healed, and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. The title of today's message is Season of Change. When Jesus spoke to the lame man at the pool of Bethsaida, the crippled man, he had been crippled since birth. And Jesus said, rise up and walk. Immediately, the Bible says, the man was made well. And he picked up his mat and began to walk. The Lord is reaching for you today. He's saying, rise up and walk. And maybe you're not lame. And you have no problems walking at all. But he's talking to us today about taking an action from within. He desperately wants us to take action on the words that he's bringing you today through this message. He wants your life to go into a new dimension of mega power. It's your season for change. The Holy Ghost is waiting to rain down power upon you from on high. Let's pray. Oh, Father, lead us. And guide us in all of our ways. Show us how to rise up and walk. Father, release a fresh and new anointing upon everyone within the sound of my voice. Father, cause the latter rain to fall upon them. Let the rain of your Holy Spirit touch them now and release your anointing. May we never be the same after today. Oh, receive the power of the Holy Ghost right where you are. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Zechariah 10.1 says, Ask ye of the Lord rain and the time of the latter rain. It's your season to ask the Lord for the latter rain. The Israelites understood. When we look at the Bible, they understood how important the rain was for their crops. That's how they survive. The former rain is the rain that prepares the ground so that the winter grain can be planted. The latter rain is the rain that falls so that the harvest will be ripe and plentiful. From the time of the disciples in the upper room, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit was the formal rain, and it was plentiful. But now it's time for the latter rain, for the Holy Spirit to fall upon God's people. 
for end time power, for souls to come into the kingdom in record numbers, for strongholds to be broken, for deliverance of God people, for drug addiction to be broken. It's time for the latter rain. Job 2.23 tells us what is to come. Be glad, sin, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain moderately. And he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. I have been in services when the power of the Holy Spirit fell upon the people. The anointing was so great in the room that every person in the room was in tears. There wasn't a dry eye in the house. Healing took place in the church. Souls were saved The attendance in the church began to increase more and more. More people began coming to the prayer meetings and asking God for deliverance, seeking him in prayer. I have given all night prayer meetings, and it seems that about midnight, every time the Lord would show up, about midnight, the power of the Lord would fill the room. The people began praying harder and more fervently. Oh, my goodness. You know, we started the first set of prayer meetings that we had. We started with three or four people. It was amazing. The next thing we knew, we had 10 people. And then we had 20 people. We had 30, 35 people, 40, 50 people, 60 people. And the meetings continued to grow. It was so amazing. People were hearing about the all night prayer meetings, and they were asking people to come. Churches bought their people with them. Pastors were bringing some of their congregation with them, as many as would come. It was truly amazing what happens when we will tarry with the Lord. He didn't necessarily add 10 by 10, but he kept on adding to those prayer meetings. If you don't know anyone that gives an all night prayer meeting, Alone, you can tarry before the Lord in prayer. You can seek him all night long on your face. Maybe you say, Valerie, I can't get down on the floor and I can't get down on my face. Maybe you have some health issues, but I'm telling you, if you lay in the bed and call out to the Lord and pray, he will answer you. If you have to sit up in an armchair all night long, all you have to do, just get to him in prayer. I want to tell you. In the prayer meeting, we sang unto the Lord. We prayed. We read scripture all night long from 7 p.m. until 7 a.m., taking only brief rests, turning on the lights, maybe at about two in the morning. We would turn down the lights and everyone who didn't want to sleep, they would get out their flashlights and you'd see flashlights all over the room and they would read their Bible during the rest time if they weren't sleeping. And I will tell you that the anointing When the lights were turned back up, the anointing in the place was so powerful. We would read and pray and sing again unto the Lord, finishing out the night until the wee hours of the morning until daybreak. About 7 a.m., we would release after 12 hours of praying and being before the Lord. I can tell you healings took place in that prayer meeting and deliverance. It was so phenomenal. People were healed. I remember being asked to pray. And as I walked up and down the aisles praying, do you know that people were healed just as I walked past them in some of those all night prayer meetings? It was tremendous. 
Maybe you don't have anyone that you know of giving an all-night prayer meeting, but I'm telling you, this is something that each of us can do. We can tarry before the Lord. There is nothing more important in the Christian life than prayer. Prayer has to be the priority in our life. Communion with God, seeking Him on our face, spending time in the Lord in prayer and worship. Oh, this is the power of the church. There is a power that the world cannot comprehend. There is a power. It's so tremendous that darkness has to flee. God wants to empower you through the Holy Spirit. And Jesus said this, and behold, I am sending the promise of my father upon you. That's right. He said it's a promise and remain in the city until you are endued with power from on high. When Jesus had led them as far out as Bethany, he lifted up his hands and he blessed them. Always oh, blessing us again today. Today, right now, I tell you the truth. God is calling the church into a season of power. He wants to clothe you with power from on high. No one can give you this power but the Holy Ghost. He will send it upon you just as he did the disciples. If we will tarry with him in prayer while he is our high priest, remember that he is interceding both day and night. So while you're in your all night prayer meeting, whether it's in the church, whether it's in your home, remember there's a high priest interceding for you all night long. He wants to send the power of the Holy Ghost upon you. Oh my goodness, I'm telling you the truth today. We must tarry with him in prayer. Is anybody with me today? He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does not change. If he did it once, he will do it again. Tarry with him in prayer. Tarry with the Lord until you are endued with power. Depression will leave. Anxiety and fear has to flee. The most tormenting negative spirit on this planet is a spirit of fear. It is one tormenting spirit. It cannot cling to you. It cannot even find you when you stay in the presence of the Holy Ghost. To overcome dilemmas and challenges that we face, the power of the Holy Ghost moving through us through prayer is the answer. Today I'm going to give you what I call a master key to prayer. Please take hold of this knowledge and use it. You'll never be the same. God wants his children to ask of him the promises that are in the Bible. He wants us to draw from those promises. If we ask God to cause the latter rain of the Holy Spirit to fall upon us, he will gladly open the windows of heaven and pour out upon us the former and the latter rain of the Holy Ghost. This is power. What are we asking God for? What have we been praying for when we are seeking him? Maybe we've been praying for things. And yes, I understand everybody has needs that need to be met. But I'm telling you, when we just seek God and him alone, when we seek to commune with him, not asking for things, but spending time in worship, spending time in prayer, seeking to have his presence, seeking to have an anointing, a more powerful anointing upon our life. Then we come to a place of overcoming power. We come to a place of victory through prayer. When Jesus said to the disciples, tarry there in the city until you are endued 
with power. We must remain in prayer until we receive the anointing, until we receive the presence of the Holy Spirit, until you know that his presence has fallen upon you. Ask God for the latter rain to be poured out upon you. This is the point of Holy Ghost power. The Holy Spirit was poured out upon the disciples in the upper room. Oh, let's pray today. Abba, Abba, cause us to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. Oh, Father, the knowledge that you give today will destroy the works of the devil. Oh, Father, the power that's holding the children of God captive. Oh, Lord, it'll have to let them go. Oh, Father, today let us hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. And do them, oh, Father, with power from on high in Jesus' mighty name. God doesn't want you depressed. He doesn't want you having anxiety attacks. He doesn't want you beaten down and confused, for he is not the author of confusion. He wants each of us to hear his voice. He wants you to know that he is walking beside you, that the power of the Holy Ghost is within you. He wants us to have mountaintop faith and to take the victory over life's circumstances. He wants to empower you. We must ignite that power. He's reaching for you right now, even as I am speaking. He said, draw nigh to me, and I'll draw nigh to you. He's saying, draw near to me, and I'll draw near to you. He's saying, rise up and walk. He's saying, take an action step. Faith is action. Take an action step, and I will meet you there. Oh, my goodness. He's not going to deny you. It doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what you have done. He is a God of forgiveness. If we seek him and repent and confess our sin, he is faithful to forgive us. Isaiah one eighteen. come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, though they be white as snow, though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. He is saying, don't be concerned about the worst sin. He is standing right there waiting to forgive and to receive us. He wants to show himself strong. He wants to show his power and his glory to the child of God. He's looking for that heart that will devote itself to him. The person who will give him their heart. That's who he's going to show up for as a group of 120 We're in the upper room in Jerusalem, 50 days after the death of Christ. The Holy Spirit descended upon them with the sound of a great wind, with tongues of fire, which settled upon each of them. And they began to speak with other tongues, each speaking boldly in the name of Christ, with the result that there were 3,000 that were converted and rebuttaled to criticism by devout Jews. Peter stood up under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and gave an amazing sermon. As a group of 120 were praying in an upper room in Jerusalem, 50 days after the death of Christ, then tongues of fire descend and settle upon each and every one of them. And they left there with boldness to witness and to set the ministry on Holy Ghost fire again after the death of Christ. Oh my goodness. A mentor used to say, be on time, Valerie, to prayer 
and the Holy Spirit will meet you there. She said, you'll have power in prayer that other people don't have. And they'll wonder why you have that power. And all the years that I have been in church, I'm a pastor's kid. And all the years that I have been in church, one person taught me the importance of being on time to prayer. She taught me reverence for the Lord. She taught me to fear God. She taught me to press my way to prayer, to be on time. I began to know that the Holy Spirit would meet me there, that the angels would meet me there. Remember, the angels aren't all knowing. So if we're showing up at three o'clock some days and 315 other days and 345 on Wednesday and 415 on Thursday, they don't know what time you're going to show up. They're not all knowing like God. He's the only one that knows everything. Satan isn't all knowing like God either. Only the almighty knows everything. When you're on time to prayer, angels know that they can go to that place and they can meet you there. And I promise you, this is a master key to prayer. It is a golden key. When you show God, I'm going to put you first. I'm going to press my way. I'm going to make you a priority in my life. You are drawing nigh to him. He said, then he will draw nigh to you. And you come to a place where when you go into prayer, the anointing falls on you quicker. It doesn't take so long for the presence of God to be engulfed around you because you're on time and the Lord expects you. The Holy Spirit expects you. Too many people have not been taught to fear God, to give him reverence, to see him as God almighty, that he's sovereign and majestic. They haven't been taught to respect and honor God. When you're on time for prayer, you are honoring the king. You are giving him reverence and glory and honor, and he will respond. I'll tell you, my prayer life is a living proof. In the book of Acts chapter three, Peter and John are on time to prayer and something amazing takes place. The Bible tells us the ninth hour being 3 p.m., they arrive for prayer. It's called the hour oblation for the Jewish people then to pray. Step into the power of God. Watch this. Now, Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, asking alms of them that entered into the gate. So he was asking for money whom seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple. And he asked them for alms. And Peter fastening his eyes upon him with John, and they looked upon him and gave heed to him. And he was expecting to receive something. He was expecting to receive some money from them. And then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up. And walk. And he took him by the hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and his ankles received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Oh my goodness. My mentor used to say, Valerie, if you get a hold of one thing that I say on this phone line today, it will alter your 
entire life. Today, I want to tell you that if you get a hold of just one important thing in this lesson, it can alter your entire life. When she would say that, I would listen intently to what she was saying. And I'm telling you, I learned the golden keys to prayer. Press your way. Be on time to prayer. And the Holy Spirit will meet you there. Press your way. Persevere. Set your prayer time and be there to meet Almighty God at that time. Give him that honor. Press your way. Set aside. Jesus sacrificed food to pray. And Jesus was in the temple and rose up early. He would sacrifice his sleep so he could rise up early and go alone to pray. He had that time where he was seeking God. Oh, I'm telling you, the angels are timely. Remember that they'll know when you're going to meet him there. And they are going to be there to meet you in that prayer time. You'll have a meeting with God. You'll have an appointed time with the Almighty. What is more powerful than having an appointed time with the Almighty to pray? I want to tell you that the Holy Spirit will do mighty things through your prayer because you are sacrificing yourself. You're putting other things off. And I want to tell you that people that are bound by sexual sin, people that are bound in drug addiction, people that need deliverance from sickness. I want to tell you that when you go before the Lord at a regular time and you are presenting their needs before the throne of grace, God is going to be faithful. He is faithful and he is going to answer you. Oh, my goodness. We need to make that sacrifice. You're the only person, only people in this world, the child of God that has the Holy Ghost, the power of God living inside of you. You will learn. The Holy Spirit will teach you devotion. He will take you personally to the next level in prayer. Much that I learned in prayer was taught by the Holy Spirit. He is constantly teaching me, even as the days go by. He's teaching me more about prayer, how to commune with him. He will direct your spirit when you're in prayer and it comes up in your spirit. Turn to Psalms 11. Don't don't second guess it. Was that the Holy Spirit or is that me? If it comes up in your spirit, turn to Psalms 11. Turn there. And then maybe you read Psalms 11 and it comes into your spirit. Turn to Psalms 8, then turn to Psalms 8. The more we follow the guidance of the Holy Spirit, the more pronounced his voice will be to you, the more evident that you will have that is him leading you and you will know his voice. The word says the sheep know the shepherd's voice. Oh, my goodness. If we're on time to prayer, it is going to alter our entire lives. The disciples in the upper room did exactly what Jesus told them to do and tongues of fire descended upon them. God wants to endue you with power from on high. David said, evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. Daniel 6:10. Daniel always prayed to God three times every day. Three times every day, he bowed down on his knees to pray and praise God. Step forth and make an appointed time to go before the Lord in prayer, and he will and do you with power from on high. Remember the golden key today. It's a master key. Set that prayer time. 
You're going to have to push some things out of the way. You're going to have to tell some people, I can't make it. I won't be able to be there. I have an appointment at that time each day. And when you do that, God smiles upon the child of God that puts him first. You will see deliverance. You will see a fresh anointing upon people's lives who you're praying for. You'll see that spirit of rebellion break off of people. You will see pastors, see the churches altered. You see the behaviors of the people altered. You see the power of the Holy Ghost come into the meetings. It's important that we have a regular set time to go before the Lord and to seek him in prayer. It is your season of change. Ask the Lord to send the latter rain and let the Holy Spirit fall upon you. Ask him to send that to you. Remember, this is our year of communion. And this year we're asking God, Lord, give me your presence and engulf people with your presence. When I pray for them, let them know that you're present and that you are evident. Ask God to give you his righteousness So that when you are weighing a decision, that your decisions are right and fair and just. Ask him to give you his peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding through Christ Jesus. It's your season of change. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.